Welcome to the Donaghclody Parish Podcast. We're an Anglican Evangelical Church committed to glorifying God, preaching the gospel, and making disciples. Our current evening series is from 1 Kings. Let us pray. O God, whose truth is hidden from the wise and prudent and revealed to babes, grant us pure and childlike hearts that being taught by thy spirit, we may know the things which belong to our peace and to our salvation through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Jesus calls his disciples. By now, we are used to the daily briefing on the television about COVID-19. And after being informed, we are presented with a message of what we can do and what we cannot do. But have you ever wondered what people do with such message? How do we respond to the call to stay at home, to wash our hands, to keep our distance? Do people listen to the message? What is people's response to this message? See, from our Bible reading tonight, we read about Jesus, a teacher with a message and authority who calls people to himself and to respond to his call immediately by leaving what they were doing and they followed him. Why would anyone listen to the man from Nazareth? What message has he got? Why did the disciples respond to him? Let us consider our Bible reading for tonight by examining the message of Jesus, the authority of Jesus, and a glimpse of what the kingdom of heaven looks like. See, in contest, Matthew in the first part of his gospel from chapter 1 to chapter 4 shows us the identity of God's king, the identity of Jesus. We read about the humble birth of Jesus in chapter 1. His baptism, uh, where he was testified as the son of God, we find that in chapter 3, and his time in the wilderness where he was tempted to doubt the word of God about him, as we saw last week. And tonight, from our Bible reading, we are presented with the start of Jesus' public ministry and how he proclaims repentance from sin and points us towards the kingdom of heaven, which is near. If you've got your Bible there beside you, uh, will you please open your Bible with me to Matthew chapter 4, as we consider my first point of the sermon tonight, the message. Jesus' message is about the nearness of the kingdom and the need for repentance and faith. See with me in verse 12 and verse 17. The Bible says, when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he returned to Galilee. What has he gone to Galilee to do? He went there to preach a message. He 
Bible says about that message, as we can see in verse 17, from that time on, Jesus began to preach, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Are we surprised that Jesus was preaching the same message of repentance that John the Baptist was preaching? A message that actually put John in trouble. It landed him in the prison. As we can see in verse 12. Bible says when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he returned to Galilee. John the Baptist was put in prison for reproaching Herod the king and calling him out to repentance for unlawfully taking the wife of his brother Philip. We know this if we look into chapter 14 from verse 3. This unpleasant situation did not stop the message of salvation being preached because Jesus went back to Galilee, as we see in verse 12, and he came up with the same message that John was preaching. You see that in John chapter, I mean, in Matthew chapter 3, verse 2, John was preaching in the desert, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. And here in chapter 4, verse 17, Jesus was preaching the same message. Nothing has changed. He said, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. The verb used in perfect tense, could also be interpreted as the kingdom of heaven has arrived because the kingdom points to Jesus himself who is now here with us. But what does this message mean for us today? The gospel message has not changed. It is the same message that John preached and the same as Jesus preached, the Lord is calling everyone, is calling myself and yourself to repent for the kingdom of God is near. It means for anyone who is still living in darkness of sin, we need to understand and see that the light has come. As we see in <clears throat> verse, look at that in verse 16, it says the people living in darkness have seen a great light. The light has come. We need to see Jesus, the light of the world, who has come to set us free from the bondage of sin and darkness. The brokenness and suffering in our world today should prompt us to put our faith and trust in Jesus, the only one who can help us, the only one who can save us. We need to start thinking of the kingdom of heaven, a place where all things are made perfect. And Jesus showed us that we can only be there if we repent and put our faith in him. But what does repentance mean? Repentance means making a complete U-turn around from sin and acknowledge dependence on God by putting our faith in him. 
In other words, it means repudiating a life focused on self and reorientating towards God and his purpose for the world. But for those of us who have known the Lord Jesus, who have put our trust in him, what does this mean for us? This message which we're talking about reminds us that we are called to proclaim the same message of repentance to all people. We are called to clearly affirm and tell the people around us about the need for repentance and faith. Why? Because the kingdom of heaven is near. See, from verse 18, Jesus started calling people to follow him. But something stands out as he called his disciples. And that leads me to my second point, the authority. Um, during this lockdown, a husband was asked, why do you always do what your wife says you should do without asking question? He replied, I do what I'm asked to do because restaurants are closed and it is cold in the conservatory. See, between this couple, we see where the authority lies. But from our reading in verse 18, Jesus was walking beside the sea and he saw two fishermen. See, verse 19. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. And if you see in verse 21, the same thing happened. There were two brothers in the boat with their father. Jesus called them. And in verse 22, Matthew recorded that immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. What happened here was counterculture in a culture where children follow their parents and where students or disciples choose a teacher to follow. Matthew shows us that the calling of the disciples may be countercultural at the time of Jesus, but it is a powerful display of the authority, an action that reveals Jesus' identity as the Son of God. We've seen the message, the message that says, Repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. And now we see how Jesus is calling people towards repentance, towards following him in order to get to the kingdom that he's talking about. And we see the calling with authority. The authority that affirms his identity as the son of God. Who else display this powerful kind of authority? As we read in the creation stories in Genesis chapter 1, from verse 3 to verse 27, God said, let there be, and there was. Everything he created, he called them to be. Hear what Paul said about God when Abraham believed in him. I mean, I mean, I mean about God whom Abraham believed in. See with me in Romans chapter 4 verse 17b. See what Paul said. Paul wrote about the same God we're talking about, the creator God. The creator God. Paul said, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being 
things that were not God speak with authority and we see Jesus exercising the same authority of the Father when he calls his people, when he called disciples to follow him. Jesus called people and they responded to him immediately and followed him. They left everything behind. Things that mean so much to them, like their parents and belongings, they are of less importance compared to following the Messiah who has the word of life, who can offer eternal life. Jesus speak and people obey. His words carry divine authority. The overwhelming presence of Jesus and his authority, as we can see from this passage, demand a response. They dropped what they were doing and followed him. The important point here is the authority of Jesus' word and the immediate response of the disciples. And for all of us listening this evening, and also to myself, it means the same things as it meant to the disciples. The kingdom of God is an urgent call and it demands an absolute response. The demand of the kingdom sometimes are radical. They involve not only living wealth, business as we see in verse 18, family as we see in verse 21, but also a denier follower of the master. This passage has profound implications for believers today, especially for those who possesses wealth, position, and power. To leave everything and follow Jesus? This is the call to discipleship today, just as it was in Jesus' time. And after Jesus has called his disciples, after we've heard a message, after we've seen the response to the calling of the disciples, the authority that Jesus used in calling us, after we've seen all this, we can consider my third and final point tonight. The kingdom. Jesus showed us a glimpse of what the kingdom of heaven looks like. You see, from verse 23 to verse 25, he performed so many healings and miracles. He taught and preached the good news. And the news of him spread all over Syria, as we see in verse 24. Well, you can see that this healing shows what we should expect to see in the kingdom of heaven. It is a place that is free of sickness, is free of disease, chaos. Sorrow is free of pain. And the prophecy of Isaiah in chapter 9, Isaiah chapter 9, is fulfilled in this passage for tonight, Matthew chapter 4, 12 to 25. The good news, the good news message is not just for the Jews, but also for the Gentiles. The Lord has come to gather all people to himself. 
to call all people to repentance so that we can all share together with him in the kingdom of heaven, a place where there is no more distress. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 1 says, there will be no more gloom for those who are in distress. And it went on to say in verse 3, you have enlarged the nations and increased their joy. They rejoice before you and we see this all fulfilled. In Matthew chapter 4 verse 25, Matthew recorded a large crowd from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and the region across the Jordan followed him. We have seen Jesus in our sermon tonight. We've heard about his message, which is calling us to repent because the kingdom of heaven is near. We have also seen displayed before us by Jesus himself what the kingdom of heaven will be for those who put their trust in him. Therefore, let us respond to this message by turning to Christ. Let us develop a relationship with him. Let our hearts and our soul, let it long after the Lord who alone can give us peace, joy, and hope. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word which we've heard tonight. We thank you for the message of repentance. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the work of salvation. We thank you, Lord, because you have called us, not only the Jews, but the Gentiles, but you've called every one of us to leave whatever we're doing, to shun everything that can distract us, and to follow you. Give us the will and the heart to obey you, Lord, to follow you. Let our hearts draw to you. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that at the end, when it's all said and done, Count us worthy, Lord, to reign with you in that kingdom. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Donnacony Parish podcast. We're happy for this teaching to be shared for the advancement of gospel work and to help make disciples. For information about Donnacony Parish, please check out our website, www.donnacony.com. Donna Clooney, D-O-N-A-G-H-C-L-O-N-E-Y-P-A-R-I-S-H dot co dot UK or find us on social media.